0: it's good to see you all this afternoon. Amen. Amen. I just want to welcome everybody that is watching from the coronet. Let's give a big chair to the coronet posse. <laughs> God bless you over there. And also anybody all over the world that is watching us live on on the internet. We just want to welcome. We believe that God has something good for you this morning. So just sit back get a cup of tea get a cup of soda or coca cola and enjoy what god has for you today amen i'm so grateful to god can you help me a bit on this please a bit of that i'm standing today you're going to hear my testimony in a minute i'm thankful we thankful to God that I'm alive to share my testimony. God is good. Mm? God is good. Now, when the rubber hits the road, I hope and pray that you believe that. Amen? Because some of these things are so easy to say that God is good. But when you're facing some life-threatening challenges in your life what are you gonna say i believe that god has something for everybody in this place this morning including the people along in coronet people watching us over the internet as well so let's let's just pray let's let's invite the holy spirit we've already done but let's just pray over the word that the word of god will speak to somebody this morning somebody will leave this place with their head lifted high, with burdens removed from their shoulders. You know what? Probably Dr. us said that are impossible will become possible in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for your precious son, Jesus Christ. We thank you for the Holy Spirit that is walking amongst us today. Lord, confirming who Jesus is. We submit the word to you right now. We submit this verse to you right now. We just say, oh God, let your will be done. Father, I pray that you will use me as an instrument, as a vessel this morning to bless your people, to inspire them, to encourage them, Father, to challenge them, their walk of faith. Lord, speak to the hearts of many today. Lord, let there be a great testimony in this place that God is faithful, that God is good, that all the time, and we mean all the time. Therefore, we bless you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. My message this morning is titled, The Walk of Faith. The Walk of Faith. You know, God has called us to walk by faith, hasn't he? Amen. We don't live by what we see. We don't even live by what other people tell us. We don't live by what the doctor tells us. We live by faith. I want you to turn with me to the book of Luke chapter chapter 11. I just believe this morning that God wants me to share or this afternoon. God wants me to share my own story. What I've been through over the last four months and I believe it would encourage somebody in this place. We always read about God's faithfulness but I, I, I wonder how many people believe it and we've got to believe in his faithfulness. The Bible says in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 7, verse 9, therefore know that the Lord your God, this is Moses speaking to the people. He said, Therefore know that the Lord your God, he is God. Amen. We have a God. He is God, the faithful God. We can depend on him. He's reliable. He's trustworthy. We can trust him. Amen. We can believe everything he says. We must believe. The Bible says, you know, he is God, the faithful God, who keeps covenants and mercies for a thousand generations of those who love him and keep his commandments. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 9, God is faithful. Simple as that. Amen. God is faithful. Everybody say with me, God is faithful. God is faithful. One more time. God is, God is faithful. That's what the Bible says. Corinthians 1, chapter 9. Sorry, Corinthians chapter 1 verse 9. God is faithful by whom you were called into the fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. God is faithful. I want to talk about this faith that we carry and how God is encouraging us to, to walk in it. 11. 11. Let me read. Let me read from verse, verse 5. Luke chapter 11 verse 5. I'm going to read 5, 6, 7, and 8. The Bible says, and he said to them, Which of you shall have a friend? And go to him at midnight and say, Friend, lend me three loaves. For a friend of mine has come to me on his journey, and I have nothing to set before him. And he will answer from within and say, Do not trouble me. The door is now shut, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give to you. I say to you, verse 8, though he will not rise and give him because he is his friend, yet because of his persistence he will rise and give him as many as he needs. Now it came from just one one one, one question. Jesus gives this parable analyzing what persistent faith means by just one question. His disciples said, Lord, teach us to pray. Not teach us how to pray. There's no formula. There's no technique. It's more of a revelation. God begins to reveal into the heart of man that he can answer the deepest need on your heart. Amen. There's no formula to it. When people lay hold is exactly what Gabriel was saying that when people lay hold of God, they can believe God for the impossible. Not a technique. Do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. Nah, there's just something that happens to your heart. You believe, you trust, you know, you know. You know, we have a saying from where I come from. You know that 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 you know, that you know that you know that you know. Where does it end? You keep on knowing that God is faithful. Amen? You know, you know, there's just something that happens to you. It's right deep, 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 deep in your spirit. You know that God can do what he says he can do. Amen? They said, teach us, Jesus, teach us, teach us to pray. Amen? It's one of reveal to us the power that lies behind prayer. Not technique. Not formula. Reveal to us. Show us. And really, he's revealing the heart of the Father that always wants to answer our prayers. Amen. God answers prayers. Okay, some of you believe that. Let's try that. Let's rewind. Let's rewind. I said God answers prayers. Okay, I feel like I'm in church. I come from, from, from. Probably a nation where everything is built and there's a lot of dependency on prayer. From where I come from, we probably have the largest gathering in the whole world where millions of people every month are going to seek the face of the Lord. They tell you, I mean, I've, I've actually been there before, not in the prayer, but in terms of if you try to pass where they're praying. You can be stuck there for five hours. You've got, not not thousands, you've got millions. Amen. Millions of people that come. They understand the power. Some of these guys, the only thing they have is prayer. I have a friend, and this is, I'm going to give you some testimonies about what I'm sharing today. Because it's all about this verse this verse in chapter, in verse 5, he says, And he said to them, Which of you shall have a friend? Which of you shall have a friend? There's something you're looking for. Who, 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 you know, which of you will have a friend and go to him at midnight? Think of your midnight hour. Amen. Where do you turn to? It's crisis time, it's challenging time, midnight hour this guy needs something at the midnight hour who does he turn to he knows that he can depend on his friend you know tesco is closed sainsbury closed everywhere closed where do you go trust me 1986 if you don't get to tesco's by five o'clock on a saturday it's closed closed i remember those days remember those days In the 80s, you have to queue up in the morning because once you, you know, if you don't get there on time, the queues, it's not like the automatic checkout that they have nowadays, right? They scan everything within two seconds. In those days, my God, amen, they probably have to type everything in. Are you with me? Who do you go to at this midnight hour when there's a need in your life? When there's certain questions on your heart that needs to be answered. You know, I was telling the earlier service, and this is a true story. This is not just one of those stories that you've heard from somebody else and it's like a Chinese whisper. This one I know. The friend of mine, actually he was but probably still is my, my best friend. He's a lawyer in Nigeria. He started coming to this country probably about eight years ago. He has a family in Ireland. Wanted to visit them. And he was advised, you know, sometimes we will tell you different things. Don't go if you understand the way these things work. That you can you can get a plane from, from Ithro to Belfast and you can go through the back route without clearing customs, without Going through immigration, so I say, you know, don't go through the main border. Don't go through the main border. You know, don't go to Dublin. Go through Belfast. And he's been doing that for some time. That every time he goes to he goes to um, he goes to Dublin, he goes through the back. Unfortunately, this time the immigrations were waiting that were not normally there. They're not normally there, amen. Because if you fly from any airport to Belfast, there's no immigration. All right, especially if you fly, if you fly from the United Kingdom. But that sudden day, immigration were there. So, they grabbed him. All right? And going through the interview and questioning, they discovered that he has a family in Ireland. And according to the the form of the visa, he never disclosed that he had a family in Ireland. So, what they did, to cut a very long story short, you know, they told him, either we throw you out or you throw yourself out. He said, don't throw me out, I will throw myself out. So what he did, he threw himself out, which is really, really, it's a big thing. Because what they do, they tell you not to come back in 10 years. Either they remove you involuntarily or you, either they remove you by force or you voluntarily leave. It's still the same. 10 years. They put 10 years on his passport. You cannot come to this country until 20 18, he thought, my God, I'm not going to see my family, which is easier for me to buy a ticket or to bring my, you know, my, my, my wife and three kids. It's more easier for me to go to Dublin. So he started fighting. Any lawyer will tell you, once they give you 10 years, it's 10 years. Unless you're a believer. Amen. Unless you know something that they don't know. Amen. Their 10 years is 10 years. But to God, it's nothing. Especially because as a believer, he went back home, he repented. Everybody say repented. He regretted and repented on what he did. He said, look, what I did was not right. It's not right. I know. It's not right. Therefore, forgive me. Okay? Father, have you forgiven me? And the father says, yes. Okay. Now, it's not time for me to deal with this 10-year thing. The father has forgiven me. Yes, 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 please, yes. I know that I've done something wrong. I know that I listened to all those people that are telling me, do this, do this. I know, I know. Don't tell me that I'm a sinner. I know. Uh, don't tell me that i like. I know. I know what I did. Okay? But at least I've prayed. I've asked God for forgiveness. Now I'm going to pursue this thing. There's no way I'm going to stay out of Nigeria. There's no way I'm going I'm to stay out of UK for 10 years. He started the process. I'm telling you, it's something I know. He, 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 he submitted his, his, his application the first time. They said, don't you read, brother. There's no 10 years. Do you understand? 10 years. Forget it. Start applying in, in, in 2017 or December. Then we can talk, but forget it now. They threw, his pass- they threw his passport and his application back at him. He went the second time. They still threw the passport at him. The third time said, look, at least I've got a cousin there, Kota Wera. I want to go and visit him, please. Okay? So they called me. True story. Sat down with the immigration officers. They asked me, how cousin is your cousin? (laughs) You know, Nigerian cousin. It is my mom's mom and my mom's mom's mom and my mom's 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 mom. And he's mom's dad, mom, dad, 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 and then we are (laughs) cousins. The guy looked at me and said, Forget it, he can't come in. Another five years. (laughs) They refused him. So I called him. I said, look, they've refused to. They said we are not cousins. The guy said, there's no way you're not cousins. We are cousins, but it's not the kind of cousin. It's not the first cousin. He said, if you guys were first cousin, no problem. But this one, no cousin. So forget it. Let him continue his 10 years. He refused. I'm talking about the part of prayer here. How many of you would have a friend and you go to him at the midnight, the midnight, the crisis of your life, and you think that God won't answer you I've got, I've got, I'll tell you, I've got something to tell you. God answers. Amen. So what happened? He started the whole process again. The whole process again. Look, it's not what they tell me. I know these things. This year, January, they said, okay, they're going to take his case to a tribunal in, in London. It's like, When we sat at the tribunal, it was like the judge was drunk. That's the only way I can describe it. I'm telling you, that's the only way I can describe it. I know God was working on him, but I can just say, as an unbeliever, it's like he was drunk. He says, he doesn't know where his wife lives. Anybody can do that. He doesn't know the date of birth of his children. Anybody can do that. He doesn't know how many children when he ah, i don't care give him <laughs> well i know he cares so please just in case there's immigration here don't you know you know <laughs> what the, what i'm saying that he got it he got it somebody they they said he could not come for 10 years look i know because every time you call him, say where are you he says i'm on the mountain what are you doing i'm praying His confession, I'm telling you, people of God, his confession was, I will come to your England. I will come to you. There's no immigration can. I will come to your England. Amen. I hope I'm not going to be arrested for this anyway. Are you with me? Faith. 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 He came last Wednesday. Not only that, he came for one day just to say hello to Great Britain. And on Thursday morning, he went to America. Now listen to this. This is part two. (laughs) Oh, I've got three parts to this. I'm going to give you my own testimony as well. Him and his partner want to go to America. Both of them, same computer. They print. I think what you do, you fill the application online, and then you print it. His partner, they're both lawyers, his partner, section 4C comes out. And Section 4C says, state nations in this world that have denied you assets, either you've been removed or you've been denied, tell us. When he prints there's no Section 4C. I'm telling you. So he goes to the embassy, the American embassy in Lagos, with no Section 4C. And nobody asked him any question. Say, where are you going? I want to go to New Jersey. You want to go to New Jersey? You go. Now, please, all the glory to God. Am I condoning sin? No, I'm not. I'm telling you that God can reverse things that man has planned for you. Is what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Hallelujah. Am I condoning sin? No, I'm not. I'm telling you that my God is able to reverse things in the name of Jesus. God is able to reverse things. Hallelujah. Who do you go to when this kind of crisis comes in your life? The Bible says, which of you shall have a friend and go to him at midnight? Midnight. Midnight. Where do you turn to? Amen. This guy comes. He needs, to be, he needs to be blessed. He needs to be strengthened. The Bible says, this man is on a journey. He's come to this man. Probably this is the only man he knows in town. He's come to you with a need. What do you do? You tell him wait till tomorrow, you tell him I ain't got no food, he doesn't want to be embarrassed, he doesn't want to feel like he's stupid, amen. What does he do? He says, I know somebody who's got something for you, hallelujah, hallelujah. I've got somebody that can touch your body, I know somebody that can heal your disease, I know somebody that can provide for you, I know somebody that can turn things around for you, his name is Jesus. Are you with me? People of God, it works. Prayer works. Standing on the faith and the confidence that God has given you works. Hallelujah. The Bible says, verse 6, For I have a friend of mine. He has come to me on his journey. And I have nothing was set before him. Hallelujah. There comes a time in your life that you know you've got nothing. Unless God does it, you've got nothing. I'm telling you, you know that what has been said, what you need, you know you can't do it in your own power. You can't do it in your own strength. You know it's like nothing means nothing. 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 But you know when you begin to reach out and you begin to stretch out your faith, you know that when you're coming back, you're coming back with the goods. I had a midnight hour in my own personal life. I had a three months of a great challenge in my own personal life. Some know. End of November, I fell sick. There was all kind of things over on my body. That's why I said I thank God that I can come here today. Because people that knew me, number one, I had to cover everything. Scarf around my neck, you know, cap. I remember when Pastor Kemi Ajayi was 70 here. I stayed at the back. People were calling me to come forward. I couldn't. To come, and, you know, there's all kind of things appearing on my body. And the doctors were calling it all kinds of stuff. I was on my way to Kenya. To fulfill a, a, a ministry appointment and a friend of mine, we were having breakfast together and he said, there's no way you can go the way you look. You've lost weight, you look scruffy, your hair is out of shape. You look, come on man, go rest, go rest, don't kill yourself, go rest. And I said, look, this guy has been trying to get me for five years to come and share some things in this church and finally, I agreed that I was going to come in December. There's no way. Even if I'm dying, I'll go. My, guy, my friend said, look, you go call the guy. Tell him the way you're feeling. Even take a picture of yourself. Send it to him. So I, I didn't take the picture. But I called him. And he said, fine. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll do it another time. So I thought, look, I've already taken these days out from church. I've put people in to preach. And I thought, let me go rest. So I went to, I went to I went to Ireland, this same island. Got family there, got friends there. Booked my ticket to come spend time with the Lord for five days. It was that Sunday night. I couldn't go to their church. If I go there, they would ask me to come and preach. There was all kinds of things in my body, my neck, my head covered with with a hat i've got six types of hats my god nice hat man i want to sell them now (laughs) then suddenly monday morning my chin was so big and i thought i i i I need to see a doctor so i went They checked me, and they said, look, you got to come back. We don't even know what this is, but you need to see a specialist. So I came back Tuesday. They took my blood, the normal checks and stuff like that. One of the doctors came to me and said, sorry, sir, but you can't go anywhere. We're going to have to check you in. The level of infection that is in your blood is so much that we don't even know. You might even just drop the way you are. That's how I spent 14 days in three different hospitals in the Republic of Ireland. Every day they will come to me. There's some things that they will, they will say I have that I cannot repeat here. But every time they say those things, I've only got one thing for them and it's in my language. It's called a Which means it is not me. <laughs> Every morning they will come. Ah, ah, I'll tell you, the doctors, they just look at you, they just look at you, say, "Ah, oh, that's what you've got. Say me, not me. Amiga. <laughs> not be me. It is not me. My faith every morning they will come and you know when they come they don't come as one they come um, you know student doctor you know registered doctor out of job doctor doctor, doctor. everybody comes hallelujah they come say, hey we are looking at the thing on your body this is what you have I can on say not to me not me and you know how god had it i was alone They even removed me from the city where my family were, and they took me to Dublin. So it was just me, my Bible, my iPad, that I, I tell you, thank God. A a, a friend of mine gave me a Wi-Fi um, router that I could, I could, um, I could get on the internet 24, I, I was there for 14 days anyway, you know. So thank God, you know, read my Bible, read my Bible, you strengthened my faith, and I watched a bit of Nollywood, hallelujah, you know. 14 days! was doing something in my heart for what was eventually going to come. Oh, yes. They said all kinds of things about me. Who are you? Where have you been? There's this in your body. There's this in your body. You've got this. One doctor came. They kept on bringing specialists, I tell you. They kept on bringing them, bringing them, bringing them. One said to me, one said to me, you know, because what they did, they asked me to list all the countries I've been in 18 months. It was the Jamaica that they were focusing on. You've been to Jamaica, hey. And I tell you what, out of all my missions, and anybody that has been with us, out of all my missions in 2012, it was Jamaica that I loved. Oh, yeah, that's why we're going back there again in the name of Jesus. I love Jamaica. I even felt that I was Jamaican. But I'm not, I'm Nigerian. You understand? The guy came to me, top guy. He said, Mr. Awihira, do you? said, we, we, we see that you've been to Jamaica. I said, yes, true. He said, when you go to, my, to Jamaica, do you mix with the locals? He said, do you mingle with them? See, my own idea of mingle is not an unbeliever's idea of mingle. My idea is that as church people, we mingle, we say hello to them, we go to people. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you know? So his idea is not my own idea. So when I said, yes, he said, you have, uh, with them? I said, no, no, I'm a man of God, please. I can't even tell you what he said. You just try and imagine what he said. Amen. He said, no, me, I don't do that to me. I'm a man of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm a man of God. Wife, 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 London. Understand, understand. Wife, London, London, London. Wife, London. Huh? I do that, wife, kill me, kill me, kill me. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. You know what he said to me? He said, forgive my ignorance. 24th of December, exactly 2 o'clock. They looked at me and said, look, we've been able to stabilize you. We still don't know what is wrong with you. We've taken biopsies, my God. They caught me here, caught me there, and caught me everywhere, you know, looking for things in me. He said, look, the results are not gonna come out for two weeks. If you stay here, no problem. All right. But the truth is, the next time you're gonna see any doctor, is January the sixth because you know it's just gonna be emergency doctor, but not specialists. We specialists, we take holiday. I said, Me too, I want my holiday. Send me home. So they shot me. I left. One doctor said it's like somebody has taken poison and they spiked your blood. It's just like they've put poison in your blood and that's what we needed to do with we're not even looking for any other thing yet but it's the poison that that infection is so high in your blood that we're going to deal with it because it can affect other majors of your organ but they said look i tell you they were pumping antibiotics my god i can smell that thing from there to cut a long story short so i want to finish this and, and, and just pray for anybody that needs a breakthrough here 7th of of january Remember, they've done a lot of tests. They've, you know, they've done some biopsies. They've done all kinds of things. On the 7th of January was a Monday. It's my first day back in, in, in the office in church. I thought, look, I got to go to church and sort things out. I was on the train. It was my first stop from home. As the train came into the station, I got a phone call from somebody in, 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 in my local surgery. He said, I'm, my name is Dr. This. Still can't remember his name till today. My name is Dr. This. Is that Mr. Wiera? Okay. If that's Mr. Wiera, the normal thing, give me your date of birth. All right. Give me my date of birth. What's all this about? He said, I've got something to tell you. Mr. Wiera, sorry. Right in front of me, I've got the result back from Dublin. I'm sorry to say to you, you've got cancer. Uh, people, it's like, hey, Mika, it's not me. You are saying who. Don't say who. Say not him. Uh-huh, better. Don't say who. Because if you say who, you accept it. I'm telling you, people of God, within a split second, I had two choices. The train had just parked into the station. Get off this train. Tell your wife to come home, that you are going home. That we are going to have to cry, 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 or continue your journey because you don't have this stuff. You know what I chose? I continued my journey. <laughs> oh, yes. Every single one of us, we have a defining moment where something comes to you and it either uh, or defines you. For me, I said, I'm going. I heard that word, keep going keep going. And I did. I did. did everything I wanted to do, came back at night, told my wife, said, "Sit down. I've just heard some challenging news. They told me I've got cancer." He said, I, "I like my wife as well, because he too said, "This time he woke up." Which means, it's not you. Oh, no, I thank God for people. Pastor Colin, Pastor Colin heard. He said, no way. Amanda said, no way. I mean, people around me were just saying, no way, no way. But these guys had the evidence. They had the evidence. Amen. They had the evidence. Amen. They called me. Let me just cut the story short. You know, they called me. Of course, my first day, you know, the phone went crazy. Phoneed me, you got to come. you got to come. Said, What's wrong, man? You've never phoned me before. You guys are not calling me. Where did you get my number from? You know? You know? So I went. Myself and my friend. The Pastor. As we walked into this, they call him a specialist of cancer, whatever it is. As we walk in, I sat down. He opened this big file. My God, these guys have got file on you, man. I'll tell you. But you know what? I thank God that they've got their big file, but I've got my, hallelujah. As he was about to tell me what was wrong with me, he looked at this guy. said, who is he? He said, don't worry. Tell him, man. There's no secret here. Tell, whatever you want to tell you, we've already rejected it anyway. So this guy begins to say, look, we've got the result from Dublin. There's proof of cancer in your body. They've done this. They've done that. They've done this. They've done that. They've done this. And then he begins to tell me, we're going to do this. We're going to do a biopsy. We're going to do a, a bone marrow test. We're going to do a full scan test. You're going to do a blood test. And then after that, you're going to give you at least, at least for this kind of thing, you need six courses of, 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 of chemotherapy. I'm looking at the guy. I'm telling him, me, man of God, me, man of God, this what you say. is It doesn't line up. I'm telling you, it doesn't line up with my Bible. The faith of God inside of me. It doesn't line up with my Bible. It doesn't line up. I'm telling you, people of God. We left that place. My friend was laughing because I said, he was looking at me. Don't pity me. Let's go. I said, do you want to eat? I, he said, yes. I said, let's go nandos. We were fighting with the cashier of the of the type of peri peri chicken, and the guy was laughing. That I can't believe. It. Somebody had told me, I've just been with this guy to the hospital. They told him he's got cancer. He's fighting over peri peri chicken. Me, I want chicken. Why? Because it's not me. It's not me. Now, please, please. This is just a supernatural act of faith. This is God. It's not me. This is not. It's not my confidence. Amen. I'm looking at myself, the plans I've got. I'm looking at my, you know, my, 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 my son that's going to graduate next year. I said, I'm, you know, am I going to die, Lord? I'm looking at things. This year is my 50th, my jubilee. I've been telling everybody that I'm going to have a big party. And I'm looking at myself saying, no way. No way. No way. No way. Let's do another biopsy. My God. The guy now says, confirmed. It's not what they found in Dublin, but you got another type of cancer. I've only got one answer for them. It's called, a miko, not me. Not me. That's exactly where this guy was. That's exactly what Jesus is talking about. You have a friend and you go to him at midnight. And you say to your friend, something has happened. It's so on a journey, and I've got to do this now. Can't wait till tomorrow. And right now, I've got nothing to set before him. Let me finish my story. Then I'll finish this and we'll pray. I kept on rejecting. There was one morning before I went to church, they said, I've got to come for an appointment. Go, took me through the IC, the T, whatever it is scan. Can't remember all these things anymore. CT scan. The guy, the chief the chief scanner was a Nigerian. Oh, me and that brother. I love that brother. I've got all kinds of sores on my head. My head is swollen. The guy is saying, Lift up your head so the doctors can see everything. He kept on shouting from his machine. Lift up your head. I'm saying, he's not the doctor that will tell me what is I know exactly that I'm healed. Forget about doctors, man. Bless them. We had our own fight, me and the Nigerian man. I said, Don't you want them to see everything in your body? I said, Look. If I wait for what they're going to say, I'm in trouble. I know who I am. Let me cut this story short. Let me bring you to the conclusion of all matters where the name of God is glorified, where the name of God is praised. Hallelujah. Who has the conclusion to every matter? The Bible says you shall shall declare a thing and it shall be... You better learn how to declare a thing. It's true what the Bible said. You shall declare a thing and it shall be established for you in the name of Jesus. I kept on rejecting and refusing and rejecting and refusing and praying and standing on the word of God that God, you haven't called me into this. There's no way this king can stay, my body. I I don't care what the doctors say. 27th of February, they called me to the hospital. They've just done some tests. The guy's looking at his machine and he's smiling. Mr. Weera, wow, your blood looks good. Receive it, sister, with hallelujah. Your blood. said, according to the test, there's no evidence of cancer in your body. And therefore, I'm going to write your discharge paper. And I wrote it. He said, from this clinic, thus discharged. Amen. Amen. You know what they do? Of course, for everything they do, they've got to write their own report and send it to your GP and send you a copy. The final report. I have met this patient today. This patient keeps on saying he is well. You didn't hear that, did you? Let me say it again. He's writing my GP. He's telling my GP that this patient keeps on saying he is well. Well. I am well. Of course, there's evidence of all kinds of stuff, but me, I am well. And therefore, we have done blah, 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 blah. And therefore, from now, I discharge him. People of God, listen to this. Because, like I said, my defining moment was that day where I kept on. I could have gone home and I know, look. Don't ask me, was it there? Was it never there? I don't know. Was it ever there? Did they make a mistake? He said one thing to me and my wife. He, he felt embarrassed, you know He said, you know, sometimes our microscopes don't even know what they're looking for. Ah <laughs> oh! hey, if they find something that is not there, you receive it. Now, please because I know this is the mercy and the grace of God I'm not boasting or you know I give all the glory and God knows I give all the glory to God but this is this is this is personal this is me I've got you know I'm only 50 I've got so much work to do for the Lord you understand There's nations I want to conquer. There's territories I want to advance into. You understand? So for me, you know, you can say this, but I don't have it. Let me share this before we pray. You want something. You want something. You got this nothing and you need something. Verse 7 says, and he will answer from within. You know? Does God need to deny us no but he wants us to exercise our faith you know why it's good for you it brings you into different territories and breakthrough territories that you can believe God for things and also he's teaching you how to persist in your faith where they say one thing but you refuse it there's four things about this situation the Bible says he answered which means he heard him the first time he came, he knocked on the on the door. The Bible says, this man heard him. He heard him. All right? Well, this is the response. Do not trouble me. Response number one. I am so comfortable where I am right now that nobody trouble me. The Bible says that the kingdom of God suffers violence and the violence, they lay hold of it, by By force. This guy said, don't trouble me. Number two, the door is now shut. I know what it means when you shut a door. I was saying that. We have ceremonies. When I was young in Nigeria, we have different ceremonies of shutting doors in Nigeria in those days. You put one latch there, one latch over there, one there. You put everything, you know? So he's saying, look, the door is shut. I, I, I ain't getting up. The ceremony that I need to go through to remove that barrier, and remove that barrier, to open that door for you, forget it. What are you going to do? You're going to go back home? You're going to go back home? You're going to walk out of here without believing God for your blessings? You're not going to take something from God because you know that he's got what you want. If he doesn't have it, then there's another problem. But if he has it, are you just going to walk out and say, he, he denied me? He, he, I, I. Are you going to lay hold of God? I say, look, I, you know, I want to become a nuisance. You I'm going to knock and knock and knock and knock and knock and knock. last time I did this I broke one so yes sir gonna knock and knock and knock and knock this is what I said he, he said this again he said he said my children are with me in bed and then the last one I cannot receive total refusal he refused he said I cannot rise and give to you he never said I didn't have but you, you're, you're in, you've come to inconvenience me. You've come to disturb my life. I'm not going to give it to you. What are you going to do? Go back home? Go back home and cry? No, no. This is what the Bible says. It says, I say to you. This is what Jesus said. It's about our, our, our walk of faith, our persistency. Our determination, our attitude, our boldness to come before Him and say, Like Jacob, I'm gonna rescue you. I'm not gonna leave you untold. You're gonna bless me, Lord. I'm not gonna let go. Kill me, strike me, but I'm not I'm not going. What about that? Lord, I'm not leaving. You're gonna bless me. What about that? Attitude, attitude of faith and belief. Why? Because you know He's got your answer. You know he's got it. You know he's got what he... He knows. You know. You know the financial breakthrough. The financial breakthrough that you're looking for in the name of Jesus. You know. You know. You know that God has got it. He's got it. Bible says, I say to you, though he will not rise and give to him because he is a friend, yet because of his persistence, he will rise and give him as many as he needs. So... I challenge you, and I say to you, I direct you, I encourage you. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Then it says, "I like this because knock means you. you know, to knock means to catch the attention of somebody that is in the inside. That's where you knock. Say you got to catch my attention. You got to knock on that door. Don't you, you kick that door. You, you, you say, look, you understand." We need some people with—is this—is this right? A kind of nuisance faith, you understand? Like no, no, I'm not going to let you go. Like, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to. I'm not going to let you go. And that's the kind of faith that has brought me to where I am today. That I can stand here and thank the living God. That I'm not going through this or that or this or this or. Or or depression, could you imagine? Depressed, that I'm depressed. I thank God. Not for one minute over those four months did I allow that spirit called depression to hit my life. Because I know that God is faithful. I want to believe God for anybody in this place right now. If you're living, believing God for a miracle, for healing, just stand to your feet right now. We're going to believe God. If you're believing God for anything, you're believing God for financial breakthrough, come on, people of God. You're believing God. Let's, let's rise together. Let's rise together. Father, we thank you. Come on, people of God. Lay hold of God. Lay hold of God. God is faithful. God is faithful. If he did it for Tyre, he can do it for you. Hallelujah. If he did it for Tyre, there's nothing special about me. I just trust in his word. There's a lot special about God. Father, we pray for the common people of God. We lift up every single person. Oh God, we minister healing right now. Healing! Healing of cancer. Even cancer in our life. We pray for healing right now. Oh God, touch people. Oh God, of all kinds of situations in this place. Father, we pray we pray that you are a miracle working God you perform miracles you do wonders I pray for anybody here that's looking for a breakthrough Father we call financial breakthroughs right now in the name of Jesus we declare this morning that you are the Lord our God your name is provider you are the Lord our God provider you are provider you are healer you are alive, oh God. Oh God, you are the God that is able to do what I can do. Father, I pray for everybody that is looking for the breakthrough right now. In the name of Jesus, I say, take it, church. Take it, people of God. Lord of God, take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. Take what God is doing. Take what God is doing. Don't let the enemy lie to you. Don't let the enemy lie to you. He's a liar. He's a liar. God is, God is good. 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 Receive the anointing that will take you to another level. Receive the breakthroughs. Receive the breakthroughs. Receive the breakthroughs. Receive the breakthrough for your life. Receive answers to your prayer in the name of Jesus. In the name of the Lord of God. Lord of God, Lord of God, Lord of, of God, remind him of His promises. Remind him of His words. Remind him. remind him. Remind him. Remind him. Remind him. Remind him. Remind him of His promises. Father, we thank you. 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 That we are special. We are all special. We are all special. We are all special. In your sight, we are all special in your sight. Lord, we thank you. Miracles, testimonies, 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 testimonies. We overcome. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. We overcome. 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 In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's have this confession before I hand back the microphone. Let's say today I overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the word of my testimony. This is my testimony. God is faithful. faithful. Amen.